Good morning. On this day of joy, I want to introduce a couple that many of you already know. They joined back in May, Cameron and Rebecca Ellis. And a few weeks after they joined, you joined us. Little Beckett was born in June. We're delighted to have them with us. They'll be leading us in the responsive reading that's printed in your order of worship. On this third Sunday in the season of Advent, we light the candle of joy. The light of God still is with us. The light of God's peace has come to us. Today, we claim God's promise that our weeping will be turned into laughter and our mourning into gladness. Mary, mother of Jesus, in God's love, and so do we. God has promised renewal in times of wilderness wanderings and strength in times of trouble. We claim God's words, shall sing for joy, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. May the brightness of God's gift of joy shine in our world. May the brightness of God's joy shine through our world. may be seated. While the children are nestled all snug on the chancel steps, I wanted to welcome you to the worship of God at Northside Drive Baptist Church on this Gaudete Sunday. It's a Latin word for rejoice, and we have lit, lit the candle of joy. But for some of us, it is a long way from here to there to joy. Some of you walk through the streets of grief and your feet feel like concrete. It's a long way for the candle of joy. Others of you feel the chronic pain that you can't get beyond, and it's a long way to the candle of joy. And most of us wake up and see the world's news and wonder what kind of world have we created, and it's a long way to the candle of joy. So how will we get there? Who will lead us? Well, we remember the scripture last week? Let's see. It was something about the, the lion will lie down with the lamb and the wolf with the sheep uh, and a, uh, a uh, who will lead? And a child shall lead them. The children will lead us to the candle, and we've got a bunch of children in the celestial and Berean choirs led by Mary Lou Swan and Joel Stauffer. And we will hear them as they lead us today. Welcome.
foresees a time of deliverance for the people of God. They will sing and shout for joy because God is among them. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my might. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known his deeds among the nations. Proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be known in all the earth. Shout aloud and sing for joy, O royal Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Here ends the first lesson. Good morning. At this time in our worship, we wish to take a moment to give special thanks and ask a blessing for the gift of new life within our church community. As I've surveyed the church records, we've had babies born in many different places. Many families, of course, can't be here with us this year, but some are. So with that in mind, if you or your family were touched by the gift of new life, having had a child or grandchild born in the past 12 months, would you please rise at this time to receive the blessing upon you and your child? Please rise. Please stand with me for this open-eye blessing. Here now as we bless these babies. As we stand before God, holding these sweet babies in our arms or in our hearts, we give our highest thanks and praise for the gift of these babies' new lives and for all the many and wonderful blessings their new lives bring to us and to our church community. For their sweet laughter, their beautiful innocence, their charming gentleness, and their lovable spirits, we give our highest thanks and praise. We ask that the blessing be upon these parents, these grandparents, and upon our church community. Please help us to support and cherish these families with their gifts of patience, of strength, of wisdom, of hope, of genuineness, patience, perseverance, and steadfast love. May God's blessing be upon these babies, their families, and our church community. With our thanks, we say, Amen. You may be seated. And now, let us say our prayers. O Lord, on this third Advent Sunday, full of beautiful praise and rejoicing, we come to you in prayer with our heart and heads full. Our minds and our souls this Advent are filled with much. Some of us with happiness, others with fear. Some of us with joy and others sorrow. Some with eager anticipation, while yet others with somber expectation. Lord, this Advent season, some of us hope, while still others dread. This time of year, where there can be much blessing, but also much loss. Lord, we pray for our members who, in the midst of this holy season, have experienced the darkness of sorrow 
and, uh, and grief, as well as others whom we name before you now, both aloud and in the silence of our hearts. Lord, we ask that you be with each one named before you this day and bring peace, healing, and wholeness to theirs and all our hearts. May the promise of salvation in your son's sweet infant face this Christmas bring light to theirs and all our darkness. Lord, we are thankful for those here today with their hearts, minds, and voices full of rejoicing and praise. For the gift of song and music and the gift that it brings to our lives and the life of our church community, we bring you our thanks. May their jubilation on this Gaudete Sunday help lift us all to the heights of the glory of your season. Lord, we pray for our world and for all of your people, both in our country and beyond. For the victims of the latest terror and violence in France. For the migrants in Mexico displaced and living in a limbo of inconsistency. For all of the people and places in this world that in this Advent season wait in hunger and fear and violence and poverty in oppression and marginalization, O oh Lord, hear our prayer. And in your mercy, bring your love and peace to our world. Heal the wounds and the brokenness of all, both near and far. <coughs> Lord, this Advent, we wait for the birth of your Son, for the love to come down to all this blessed Christmas. O oh Lord, in this season, full of anticipation, joy, fear, sorrow, jubilance, anxiety, happiness, and praise. We pray within all this fullness that you will come and make a way. Make way for your Son and his great love, the love that can fill, the love that can heal, the love that makes no conditions, and the love which saves us all. Come, O Lord, make way. And now, let us lift our voices together, boldly praying the prayer of our Lord Jesus Christ taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, Mary, the mother of Jesus, sings a song to God. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. <clears throat> and why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. 
and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Now what we need is a song. My hunch is that's what the gospel writer, Luke, who wrote those words that were just read, was thinking. Because Mark's gospel was already out, probably Matthew, probably other gospels, and Luke may have looked around and said, you know, what these are lacking is a song. And so when Luke wrote his gospel, he put three songs in, in just the first couple of verses. There's the Nuke Dimittis, there's the Benedictus, and then there's the one that we just heard read. It's Mary's most subversive song. Did you hear those words? That those who are high and mighty in this world will be brought low. And those who are lowly, God will lift up. The hungry will be fed. And the rich, uh-oh, the rich will go away wanting. You know, it turns out on the way to this candle of joy, it's not our joy. It's God's joy. And God's joy is not that we who have more will get more, but that all will experience the universal gift and generosity and abundance of God's joy. Now that's what the choir is going to sing about, that's what these instrumentalists are going to play about, and that's what our hearts and ears open to hear, Mary's Magnificat.
There's a Hebrew word. I think it goes like this. Wow. Yeah. Uh, did you notice that when the choir began to sing, the light, the sun shone through the windows? That always happens when our choir sings. Now, when the pastor stands to preach, sometimes it's a thunderstorm that moves in. But uh, I'm thinking, wow. I'm also thinking, thank you. Because the choir and the strings have given us a gift. Now, the Bible says it's more blessed to give than receive. Is that true? It may be more blessed to give than receive, but it's a whole lot more work sometimes, right? I mean, I look to the choir. How many of those dark and stormy Thursday nights did you come but you came. How about yesterday morning when you could have been shopping? You came. Is it more blessed to give than receive? Well, maybe, but it's kind of hard work, too. Many of you are on foundations, and it's the time of year to give away some of the money. And you have this many resources to give away, and you have this many requests that come to you. And it's the hard work of choosing to what do we give. It may be more blessed to give than receive, but it's hard work. I mean, just the mail that Liz and I go through every day. It's, uh, you know, there's an L.L. Bean catalog. There's another L.L. Bean catalog. We get two a day uh, for some reason. But between the L.L. Beans, there's the Salvation Army. Well, we, we need to give to that. There's the Atlanta Food Bank, that too, and the Asheville Food Bank, that too. We, we'll take a break and turn on the radio to NPR. And it's Pledge Week here in December. Who knew? Something, something new is here. It's hard work. And then you are asked. We have been asked by our church to make a pledge for 2019. And we've done so. The call of God is to be all in. And somehow this pledge that we make is our sacrament, our symbol of we're all in with God through the action and the being and the life and the dance of our church. This dance of giving and getting is a reciprocity, right? You know that warm heart feeling you give? You feel when you give and receive? I remember this chapel, Methodist chapel I lived near, and I would stop there sometime. There was a big mosaic against the wall with a uh, sort of a nebulous, impressionistic uh, mosaic of two humans, and they were kneeling toward, they were kneeling, they were facing each other, and they had a common bowl. One had hands here, another had hands here, and you couldn't tell which one was serving and which one was being served, which one was giving and which one was receiving. Maybe that's always that way in the alchemy of grace, that somehow by God's grace and generosity, we share in that gift. I tell you what, we're going to pass the plates now, and, <laughs> and you get to give, and the choir is going to sing again, and the strings are going to play again, and they get to give. They receive our gratitude, and we receive the gift of their song. That's pretty good. As we listen to the fantasia of, the, of Christmas carols. Are you ready to listen? 
Let's do so now. Oh, my. 
We give thanks to the conductor, uh, Keith Walker and Melinda, the organist. We give thanks to the choir and the baritone, Steve Sheely. And we give thanks for the gift of this good day. And now, O oh God, God, hear our hearts that rise in gratitude, that join you in the joy of being your people in this place at this time. 
Receive these tithes and offerings, and may they be used in ministry all week long, and as we anticipate the day that will come when peace shall over all the earth its ancient splendors fling, and all the world sings back the song that now the angels sing. In Christ's name, amen. Laudete Sunday is one of those days that we stand on tiptoes and look forward. And since it's been a while since I've been able to stand on tiptoes, I'll do that and I'll look. And from the light of joy, I think I can see Christmas from here. And so as we prepare to go, remember this. May the childlike joy of the holy child that will lead us all the way May you follow that child to the manger in Bethlehem. May the song of the Magnificat, of how God's universal love that gives to all that sense of joy and belonging, may that follow you all week long. And may, and may the fantasia that speaks of gift 
and receiving. Warm your heart so that you might live fully all this week and all the way to Christmas. And so now, as we prepare to go in peace, we do so. Amen.